Well, good morning and welcome to First Baptist Church, Sun City West. We thank you for coming. And choir, thank you so much for that wonderful call to worship. It is the Christmas season, isn't it? And we are blessed and we are thankful. So thank you for taking the time. If uh, this is the very first time that you've been here or you've never filled out one of our guest cards, we'd love for you to take that card from the pew in front of you, fill out its entirety, and when you leave today, if you just put it in one of the offering boxes, we would certainly appreciate that. Today we have a very special guest. We will call her Molly. Uh, Molly Pet uh, Petrie <coughs> grew up in Phoenix, and uh, early in her life she came to know Jesus Christ as her Savior. And as the next few years began to develop, she sensed God leading her in a, in a uh, very interesting path that led her to become an international missionary for the Southern Baptist Convention in Central Asia. She's been there for the last six and a half years. There's a lot of things that uh, she would love to tell you today, and we want to hear about what happens when missionaries go to the field where most of us will never be, but how we can be a part of telling a world mostly darkened about Jesus Christ, the light of the world. And she's going to tell you about that. And we uh, love our, our international missionaries. Uh, Molly represents about 3,700 of our missionaries in about 180 countries of the world. This month we are taking the Lottie Moon Christmas offering for international missions. Uh, not only does our cooperative program funds go to help support the International Mission Board and our missionaries, but this specific offering is so critical. And uh, so it's this time of year we love to have our our missionaries come and speak when they're on stateside assignment. And we're looking forward, Molly, at the appropriate time for you to come and share all that God is doing. I'd like for us to, uh, to have a time of prayer. And as we do, um, heavy on our hearts today, and some of you are affected with your families. The 30 tornadoes that went through the Midwest uh, yesterday. What a, what a devastating time. Um, Arkansas, Illinois, Kentucky, Missouri, Mississippi and Tennessee all had great damage. Somewhere at this moment, about 80 to 100 people have passed. We have injuries all over, and if you look at any of the aerial shots, you've seen just the great devastation. As Southern Baptists and other uh, mission organizations and uh, humanitarian organizations are moving disaster teams in that area, um, we just want to make sure that we pray and, uh, and you uh, have the ability through our Southern Baptist Disaster Relief to give specifically as well. So please, if you would, just join me in a time of prayer for all of those that uh, um, on this Sunday morning are just trying to figure out how to move forward and how to pick up the pieces. And I know there are churches in those areas that are scrambling to not only worship, but to try to figure out how, how to help their brothers and their sisters and their neighbors. So let's join together. Father, thank you for our time of worship this morning and how the choir has set the stage for this time of worship. A very special time as we remember that the birth of Christ, long foretold, he came as the light of the world and he remains the light of the world as we reflect on his birth and as we anticipate and look forward to his second coming, the second advent. As we hear about the news of those devastated in the Midwest, God, our, our hearts go out, they break. 
And I pray that, Father, we join together in helping however we can through our intercessory prayer, through our private prayer times, uh, through our giving. Father, through our disaster relief teams as far as Southern Baptists are concerned and so many other groups that will be going and to try to help these folks pick up their lives and their pieces and for families who are grieving to counsel and to strive to encourage. And so, Father, we ask you to speak to us on how we can help in addition to our prayers. Father, there is also devastation in so much of the countries around the world because there is a darkness and your light has not shined in so many of those places and today we have Molly with us to share how the light is being spread through our missionaries the gospel is being communicated in so many different ways and I pray that we will commit ourselves to support through prayer and financially to Father, help the gospel get to those places as well. So today, there is much to be thankful for. There's much to pray for, but I pray that we will open our ears and our hearts and listen to you today as we celebrate, as we worship, and Father, as we hear. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Two of our four Advent candles are now lit. The candle of hope, anticipating Christ's coming, and the candle of peace, which encompasses so much that is involved in the Hebrew word shalom, wholeness, completeness, well-being. So this morning, we come to light the pink candle, sometimes called the shepherd's candle, which symbolizes joy the joy of anticipation and the joy of expectancy. What better word could we use to associate with Christmas season than the word joy? As the shepherds rejoiced at the good news of a savior being born in Bethlehem, so you and I rejoice that Jesus coming brings the joy of new life through Christ Jesus. That joy springs from deep within us because of God's salvation within. It's far more than happiness, whether it's a joy that's independent of external circumstances, our life situation, or any difficulties that we may be experiencing. It's a state of being that cannot be touched by external circumstances and that can be present even in the midst of suffering. Paul names it as one of the fruits of the Spirit. Jesus' words to his disciples on the last night that he was with his disciples was, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that my joy may be complete. And so we sing of that joy. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. As Bill and Pat Dudley come to light the joy candle, hear again the words of the angels as they proclaim to the shepherds on that first Christmas night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. 
I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This morning we celebrate the joy represented in that candle. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Now it's your turn to sing. Stand if you would as we sing together, Joy to the World, the Lord is Come.
Good morning. Please pray with me. Oh, Father, we are so grateful to be able to be here in the house of the Lord, for you are here. We are joyful, as all of our songs are proclaiming, joy to the world for the Lord has come. Joy, joy, joy. We are grateful that you have sent the light of the world in the form of your Son to bring us joy and allow that joy through the Holy Spirit to light our lives and push back the darkness. We see so much darkness in our, in our land, in our world. We are grateful that we have an opportunity to ask for your blessing of joy. Joy in this season as we celebrate your holy name, your holy son, Jesus. Pierce our hearts with the joy, joy, joy down in our hearts. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God's already promised his kingdom is coming, but we have to choose to do exactly what he's asking us to do, to give up everything. 
most of the highest mountains in the world. It's where the Tibetan people are. To be Tibetan is to be Tibetan Buddhist. And the only way not to suffer is to not exist. There's no security, no way to be sure what's gonna happen. Four months after we came, the house started shaking. At the time of the earthquake, one village had been completely covered. Almost every single person from this people group was dead. And I was reminded at that point of God's promise that someone from every tribe, every tongue, and every nation will be at the foot of Jesus. We have a team from our home church joining us on this journey, demonstrate our love, just helping them rebuild their houses. God is using that earthquake to start fresh spiritually with a relationship with Christ. So don't waste those opportunities. Use it for what God has for us to do. In the pew racks in front of you, you will find offering envelopes for the Light and Moon Christmas offering. Our church goal is $19,350. You have a few more weeks to give toward that to help support the, some 3,700 missionaries in about 180 different countries. They need our prayers, they need our money, and all of that money goes directly to support them. No administrative cost comes out of the Lighting Room Christmas offering. The next two hymns we're going to sing talk about our responsibility in sharing the good news. The first one, go tell everyone the Savior has come, and then tell the good news. Some of you have not sung that before. Let's do it again, twice through, and you'll know it by then. <laughs> Go tell everyone, tell them the Savior has come. He was defeated, the victor is won. Go tell Sweet bird, tell 
beautiful carols written. Isn't he beautiful? Isn't he of peace, son of God. 